Hi, I'm your host, Dave Kemp, and this is Future Ear Radio. Each episode, we're breaking down one new thing, one cool new finding that's happening in the world of hearables, the world of voice technology. How are these worlds starting to intersect? How are these worlds starting to collide? What cool things are going to come from this intersection of technology? Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Okay, so we're joined here today by Paul Michaelenko. Paul, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hey, man. Glad to be here. Um, I am a product designer who became a founder uh, in the uh, podcast and audio voice space uh, because I became obsessed with the idea of listening to podcasts uh, in a way that's social and that's voice-enabled where um, I, I believe that we should be able to you know, consume audio content and then also be able to, you know, share it and talk about it with our friends all in one interface. And uh, that's what I'm, you know, been driven and obsessed with. Very cool. So uh, Paul is the founder of the Listen app. Uh, So the reason I wanted to bring him on today, I've, this has been something that I've been thinking a lot about is like, what does, you know, I've been blogging a lot, I've been podcasting a lot about this new sort of shift of media to our ears. It's the Daniel Eck notion, are our eyes really worth 10 times more than our ears? And this just massive explosion of podcasting and ambient media. And so for me, the way I look at it is there's going to surely be social medias, you know, and, and platforms that will spring up around this. And so I've been on the lookout for this, discovered Paul, and, um, you know, I started to talk to him. I've gotten a chance to play around with his app. And it's really sort of a premonition because I think you realize when you do sort of see some of the stuff that's being built on the forefront of this, um, it's really, really exciting. It feels like a glimpse into the future. So, Paul, tell us a little bit about the Listen app and what the vision is with this thing. All right. Um, I'll do my best because the vision <laughs> is it is really ambitious. I'll be honest. Uh, it's probably one of the most ambitious things I've ever done in my life. Um, partly because uh, I think this, like what we're trying to do intersects a lot with kind of who I am, my backgrounds in music and vocal performance. And uh, then I went into like product design and became, I just, I just love building digital experiences that, you know, make you smile, that make you feel like this is magic. Wow. This is so much fun. This is so cool. So, um, and, and I love like community and everything that has to do with that. So, here it's kind of the convergence of all these things that I'm, you know, quite obsessed with. So about about two and a half years ago, I started my own podcast. Um, it was on musical literacy, kind of like musical appreciation for everyone, um, which you know I enjoyed a lot. And at that point, I became uh, obsessed with with thinking about how how do we how do we move the the audio experience forward. And and I became, became obsessed with the medium of of podcasting and audio in general. I just think it's I mean, all of your listeners probably have thought about, you know, not only the utility, but how it unlocks the imagination and just mm-hmm. how nice it is. But like, if you think about it from a social perspective, you know, we have like, you know, Instagram where, you know, where we share images and that kind of becomes a place where essentially it's like a lifestyle sharing mm-hmm. platform where you share like, this is how cool I am. This is how cool my car is and how good looking I am. You know, it's like, it's yeah. one of those platforms of where, uh, I mean, that's wonderful things as well. But, and then like Facebook becomes you know, kind of a place where you stay connected with, you know, old friends and family, you know, where it's just like life updates platform, if you will. Uh, then you have, uh, um, you know, Twitter, which I would say, um, 
is very closely related to blogs. And I think, I think Twitter is kind of the, the short informal version of blogging. Mm-hmm. So, you know, instead of 10,000 characters, it's 140, you know, you're posting your, you know, just kind of general pithy uh, thoughts and statements, which also has tons of value because sometimes you just don't want to read a lot. You don't want to write a lot. You, you know, it's, it's very useful. Um, and, and what we're doing is, is kind of like what Twitter is to blogs. Uh, the listen app is to podcasting. Um, the, the, I've been thinking a ton about like, what are the core problems in the industry that need to be solved? And if you talk to most people, even in the industry, they'll say, well, discovery is broken or like monetization is broken or, you know, something along those lines. And those are like generic terms that get thrown around. Uh, they're very broad and they don't actually point to like, why are they still broken? The industry is 15 years old. Like why it's not like people haven't tried to solve these things. There's been so many attempts, like, but mm-hmm. what, what are the core challenges that make it difficult? And I've, in, in my mind, it breaks down to three issues. Uh, first, uh, the audio doesn't interface with social media. That's why you never have audio clips going viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you, if you're going to take an audio clip and post it on Facebook or YouTube or anywhere else, the videos are always going to outperform because it's a screen interface, you know, mm-hmm. so you're, you're at a competitive disadvantage. There's no native social network for sharing audio and discussing yes. it. And, and you can't just take, you know, uh, like interfaces from screens and, and, and stick them into an audio um, environment and expect them to work. Uh, in podcasting, we have, you know, three apps that try that. There's Breaker, CastBox, and the Himalaya app. They have like little chats, you know, in their app. Actually, there's more than that. Those were the three right. first ones. Um, and if you look at the experiences, people aren't really interacting and it doesn't, it's, it's probably not what the product in original product designers thought would happen. And, and there's reasons for that. You know, there's, uh, it's a different interface when you're listening to uh, audio, your, your phone is off. You, you, like if you're looking at an image on Instagram, there's a little thing that says, you know, reply to, you know, so-and-so right on every single thing. If you're on Twitter, the reply and the dialogue and the discussions are all right there in audio. Your phone screen is off. You have to like open the app. There's no prompts to go there and then you have to start typing, but you're probably walking or you're like working out or you're multitasking anyway. So the, the friction just makes it too difficult for it to be meaningful. Um, so I, I, I don't see like, you know, and another thing is like liking, um, you know, content that works for user generated content. But the mm-hmm. content consumed in podcasting right now is mostly publisher content. So then you have that issue as well. Um, so it just, I don't see that traditional thing working. And I'm sorry, the traditional interface working in audio. And so that's like one big issue. Then the other one is that audio, audio doesn't interface with um, traditional transactional experiences. So, you know, like on Facebook, if you want to sell something, you could just include a link, like subscribe or buy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with audio. Like if you wanted to sell something right now, there's no like click on this link. Right. You there's know, no swipe I, up. yeah, there's no swipe up. You know, in the best case, you would say it's in my show notes, mm-hmm. but still the interface that your listeners are on is audio. They have to now find their phone, unlock it, open your app, find the show notes, click on it, go to a completely, you know, third party experience of where they're going to start interacting. They're shifting gears from this audio experience now to a, screen based and they can't be like listening to you and doing that at the same time. It just, um, it doesn't work very well. And especially for podcasters who want to monetize, there's no like in-app experiences. And, uh, finally, the last one is, um, um, is is a little bit different. It has to do, uh, with, you know, how audio, 
um, how would I even describe this best? Um, in, in podcasting um, specifically, I would say, um, podcasting doesn't discriminate between publisher content and independent creators. Mm-hmm. And, and independent creators and publishers have very different business models and goals in mind and yes. how they want to monetize. And it would be like, you know, lumping together HBO and, you know, YouTube mm-hmm. into one mosh posh of content and trying to serve everybody. It's just, you know, it's not going to work. So I think, you know, those, those three things in my mind is, is, you know, part of the systemic reasons why it's hard to innovate in the space. And, and it, I think they also outline what we're trying to solve. So before we kind of go into the Listen app, you've covered a lot of ground there and a couple of things I want to touch on there. First of all, it's, yeah, it's like 15 years old, but it is still a really young medium. And I think like I'm relating it back to sort of the way that the text web evolved. And so how did we get to the point to where you can be on Instagram, you can swipe up and you can relatively easily buy things through Instagram? Well, it was a progression, right? Like you had to go through the phase where people had to even become comfortable with buying things online. You know, you go back to the late nineties, the early two thousands, people were very, very hesitant to even put their credit card information online. And obviously you overcome that. Then you have the mobile web, you know, uh, revolution and you have just like the way that which these apps even came to be. And so it takes so much time to even get to the point to where, you know, that's like now it's just a routine thing. Swipe up, you know, subscribe to this, buy this. Um, so that, yeah. you know, the, that merch side is really frictionless, but to your point, there's so much opportunity, you know, not only with, um, the merchandising, but also with the sharing aspect of this. Like this is exactly why we met basically was this is what I've been looking for is it's not um, the same thing as just saying like, you know, when Facebook created their mobile app the first time around and they just tried to port their entire website onto the app, it was Mm -hmm. a mess. It was an absolute Mm -hmm. nightmare. Um, And so obviously they had to design a native mobile app from the ground up. I think the same thing is going to have to be done here where we're having to rethink what it means to just to your point, you know, in this like very audio centric audio native interface, how, what is what, what does a like look like in that? You know, what is me responding to a message? What does engagement look like? You know? And I think that maybe it's something that, you know, when you kind of remove the screen from the equation, is it something that's more akin to, sharing it like you would if you were in person with somebody like the point that i've made before is that you know it's crazy to me that nobody has seemingly captured the fact that at least for me personally the way that i discover 90 percent of the podcasts that i listen to are through recommendations like word of mouth through my friends Mm -hmm. or people Mm -hmm. that i uh, hold in high regard on twitter and so Mm -hmm. if i see them recommending something but that's like a clunky process in and of itself. Like they have to send me the link. Then I have to, there's not really that good of a way to save it. What would be so much better is if there was something that was truly designed from the ground up to where it's like, here's your recommended listens and here are clips that you can listen to kind of like a stream of, of the different clips. And it's like, okay, I want to listen to that full episode there. So you can kind of see like, I think how, uh, and I would love to hear because you're actually building all this, but that's how my mind is working with all this is to say, I don't think that the, I think part of the reason that we've struggled up until now is that a, we are in sort of the black and white phase of this medium. It's still really, really young. We're going to have to have iterative steps toward getting to, I think 
more natural solutions to these things. But B, I really think that the uh, uh, root of a lot of the issue is that we're not thinking about these solutions natively to the actual interface and the experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and if we're like, you know, for, for it to mature, you know, it could stay young for longer, you know, like <laughs> yep. somebody has to solve the problems that uh, will let it mature. And nobody knows exactly how it'll mature. Um, we just know of the current problems that exist. And, and one of the other, you know, things that's related to this, that's very difficult is like the podcast ecosystem. And you know, I think, I think like when we're talking about voice first, anything, I think with the podcast ecosystem is a very important component of all this because that's where all the user attention is right now exactly. in audio. That's where people are living. So trying to create like audio experiences completely separate of that you're competing with. That's where all the attention is, you know? know. So it's like, that's why we're starting there because I think that's where the utility is like long-term. Yes. We want to completely like hands-free, you know, uh, environmental people can listen and have this like social audio network. Uh, it's going to take time to get there. Um, I was telling you before we started this call, it's kind of like drivers, driverless cars. You don't just like jump from manual cars as is into pure <laughs> driverless technology. Right. Like it's, it's too it's fast iterative. for everybody. Yeah. And, and not only do we need the technology that people need to get you know used to the idea and the experience of it. So totally. right now, what do we have? We have these like, you know, like, cruise control that's like you know out of this world where you know it's like keeping <laughs> you in the lanes it's like switching lanes for you it's you know so and that's kind of the transition and so that's that's what we're doing with our app where it from what i know this is the first uh like social audio podcast app that's voice first so nobody is doing any commenting uh, via typing everything's by recording your voice and, um, you know, our MVP is we don't have any voice enabled uh, commands yet uh, built into it. So you're still like holding a button. But if you have your AirPods, then, you know, you don't even need to bring your phone up to your mouth. Um, and, and eventually, of course, those will be driven by uh, voice commands. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we have to start moving towards um, integrating um, some of the, 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 the big issues, you know, like like the social um you know, networking experience and audio, like they just, it, audio will never interface with traditional social media. So you have to create a new environment for it. And, and it's hard because podcasting is a very open ecosystem and it's very much resistant to any kind of integration into a platform. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I can sympathize with that a lot because, you know, once you get big overlords like Facebook controlling the entire you know ecosystem, then, you know, it doesn't always become good for the users. And so like here, you know, I think that's why it's good that we have, you know, a large player like Apple in the space. We have Spotify. And what we're doing is different from them. We're, we're, we're focusing on the social networking side, which I'm sure they won't be, you know, building because that's just completely out of their purview. And it's really for, for people who listen a lot and who are people who want to talk about what they're listening to and what they, they want to share it. Like, it's not going to be a product that's for everybody. If you just listen to one episode a month, then it probably, you know, is not going to be ideal for you. But like you made mention earlier about this idea of community building. And I think that's a really, really interesting take on this because I know that like, I would say the vast majority of people, they listen to, I always think about these things in inverted pyramids, right? So up at the top, the most broad level, you have people that are listening to Joe Rogan experience. They're listening to, you know, Barstool, part of my take. Mm -hmm. They're listening to these like really 
uh, high listened, you know, giant audiences. But I think that as you sort of go down the funnel and it becomes more and more niche and personalized, that's where I think that I think, A, I think a lot of people listen to those. Like I know for me, I listen to a lot of uh, voice specific podcasts. I listen to podcasts that are related to my industry. I listen to podcasts that are related to my sports teams, the things that like I personally care a lot about. And so I think that's where you really have this community opportunity because you know, there's millions of part of my take fans out there. Like we're not all going to be able to even cut through the noise and communicate with each other, but there's only, you know, a couple hundred future ear, like my podcast listeners. But what would be really cool is if you had that community element to it, to where people can gather around in in a sense and talk about what they liked and share it. And again, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. you can do these things today. Like I could tweet these things. I'd be like, Hey, check this out. But it's that, not it's like it's not native to the whole format like it would be so cool if this was all done in the same medium if it was all spoken word if it was all done audio natively that's that's absolutely the goal and you know because like when you tweet something out there you know you'll have a bunch of followers on twitter or facebook who don't necessarily care for podcasts and so Mm -hmm. it just kind of flies over them and you know you don't get the kind of engagement response that you'd hope where you know, this is the place that or the place we're building is like for people who do care about podcasting. So you can curate them even more um, um, kind of uh, specifically to, you know, first you have kind of just your friends in general that, you know, mm-hmm. you follow with your profile. But then when you subscribe to a show, you can enter into uh, a community of other listeners. And this I is this is what's this is what's really interesting. And, and what we're what we're going to be doing with our app is you know what I said earlier about the third problem is the um, discrimination between um, publisher and independent creator. That's what we're going to be doing. Like if you look at you know ginormous you know podcast shows, they don't necessarily want to build like these community groups that mm-hmm. like the creators are responding to their listeners. Like right. they just want to create great content and have millions of people listen, and they will probably always prefer a um, an ad model that just works well for them because they have such the broad scale. reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But independent creators, like you don't have the scale, but what you do have is a very fascinating niche topic yes. that is interesting to a very specific group of people who will even pay you monthly to support you know, the content and to be a part of this exclusive community. And there are so many creators out there who would, you know, be, who would take advantage of this. So you're, we're, we're kind of what we're doing is like taking the idea of like online courses Mm-hmm. but turning it into a community audio experience where people can create these communities on our app. We've been prototyping the the experience and I'm calling it group casts. I don't know if I'm going to stick with the name, but that's kind of what I came up with for now. Cause it's kind of a new concept. And so yeah. you can create a group, which is like a group cast uh, and then invite people to it and you can make it free or you can make it monetized. It can be either your own show or you can, you know, curate a list of episodes and then just listen to them with friends uh, it has a very broad application. I mean, that that's really, really interesting to me because I think, again, I've uh, I had a conversation with um, a guest of mine, Brett Bivens, back on episode 14, and, and we talked about the whole Ringer acquisition from mm-hmm. Spotify. And I said that, you know, one of the things that we talked about on there was that, you know, I, I kind of think that part of what they're buying is, yeah, they're buying the Ringer 
but they're also buying the talent. And I think what that translates into is like, I think people are going to be subscribing, not just to like whatever Bill Simmons is producing, but they want to like follow in, in, and they want him to aggregate news and information for them. And I think like you apply this on a broad scale. Yeah. You're going to have like the influential people like a Bill Simmons, but I think this would trickle down to like, I think it's a really interesting way that you can not only build communities, but also help uh, to introduce people to new things and create community around the fact that, you know, it's almost like you're DJing, you know, you're kind of in a group yeah. and you're yeah. DJing and you're saying like, you know, rather than like, check out this song, I got this new cool band. It's like, check out this podcast, check out this really interesting conversation yeah. I had. And then you're yeah. sitting, it's like a fireside. You're like sitting around, you're like, that was great. Like, this is what I liked about it, you know? And yeah. so I think that's yeah. a really interesting take on this whole thing. Yeah. And I think we can have so much fun with this because, okay, like social podcasting in, in, in a collaborative effort has, hasn't existed. Like you start a podcast, it's just kind of one man show, but imagine you create a group cast and then you invite participants to mm -hmm. create different episodes. So now yeah. like within the group, you can all be participating in creating content for everybody else to consume and discuss. Okay. That's one that like a whole new array of possibilities now. Um, and then, and then, you know, if you're, um, like the podcast brunch club, which is this global community, right? They, um, all they do is they curate, uh, episodes and then listen to them and then get together and discuss them. So like right now they have a thing on the coronavirus where they've curated all the different podcasts out there that have created content on the coronavirus, which is like really cool. It's an awesome list. Right. Yeah. And then they invite, you know, a group of people to listen to it and then they get together and talk about it. So like all that you could do in the app um, yeah. where you don't have to go to some other platform or somewhere else and you can curate all that content. And of course, you know, if you have your own show, it's, you know, even more valuable. Well, I think what's cool about this though is, you know, I think that we're, you're basically creating a third uh, sort of like a third character, if you will. Like, so currently you have a publisher and you have a listener. And mm -hmm. I think like one of the reasons that makes Twitter so compelling is that there's this third type of person, which is an aggregator. It's a curator. Mm -hmm. And it's the person that is, they're not necessarily the one that's putting together the content and they're not even the one that's necessarily consuming the content, but they're like the DJ. They're the one that's sharing everything and they're like yeah this is the best yeah, of the best of the yeah, best yeah. and so you create this ability to have aggregators and then from there you create like the book club effect where you know you're yeah, all getting yeah. together and you're talking about it so again like this is just a lot of this is even new to me and and we've been talking for about 20 25 minutes but it's like i feel like we're just scratching the surface with what's possible here because again when you think about this and it's really and it's like most you know, atomic <laughs> principles, mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. principles. And you think about what you're actually doing here. You're thinking about this thing from the ground up. It's truly yes. like, yeah. what does this native audio app look like that is yeah. built around sharing, you know, audio, whether it be spoken word audio that's pre-produced or it's commenting and sharing and and just contributing together um as you kind of learn together i think that's so cool yeah yeah thanks man uh and that i think what you said from first principles that's very much the case because um we've been just trying to step back and just imagine a world where nothing existed you know there's like no pre if we were designing this just as product designers from the ground like we just like would imagine an ideal world 
what what should it look like? And you know, like we we've gone through some really fun exercises. You want me to share one with you about? Sure, like, go ahead. You know, and this might be interesting for your listeners as well when it comes to like product design in voice and audio, right? So, um, I'm I was thinking about like forums, right, and like groups um, in audio, and and traditionally what you have, you know, you have like this empty forum that people just can comment on which you know we've incorporated that as as well to an extent but we've tweaked it and the reason we tweaked it because i was i was imagining a, a physical analogy to the digital environment so if you imagine a forum i imagine it to be like an empty room and um and now like say a group of people listen to some content or something and then like one person walks into the room and they say something, right? They don't mm-hmm. know who's going to listen to them. <laughs> Anybody's <laughs> yeah. going to hear it. <laughs> right. It's just like this awkward, like, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out there, right? And so being the first person to comment is always weird, right? Because yep. you're like, yeah, totally. is anyone here? Hello. Is <laughs> <Does> anybody listening? <laughs> some yes. echo. <laughs> right. some crickets in the background. Um, and then like somebody else walks into the room and they listen to this person's comment, right? And they're not, sometimes they respond but most of the time they just kind of say their own thing and it's like, and so they're like standing next to each other, not, not even necessarily having a dialogue, just like, here's my thing. Yes. You know? Yes. I know exactly where you're going. With and it. then like somebody else walks in and then eventually like people start responding. Um, if we like re- interacted like that in real life, that would be really weird. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah, how we want for to, sure. Right. And so what we want is one-on-one interactions with people that have similar interests to us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so so we were trying to map out in the app, like, how do we curate that? And especially when it comes to voice, um, time is the most limited, you know, time, time is what's difficult because audio takes longer than, than text. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's a constraint. And we have to think about that very, like, yes, you get a lot of benefits out of audio, but that's a serious constraint. Mm-hmm. So we can't expect people to just go through a bunch of comments right. via audio. It's going to take an hour, you know, and so how do you drive then the engagement and the dialogue and all of that? So, so we were doing two things to, to come around that. First of all, we, we transcribe everything. So if you want to skim, you can skim. Um, yes. But second, what we do is uh, we have uh, an algorithm that goes in and anytime you leave a comment on an episode, uh, we find other people who also listen to that episode who have similar uh, interests as you do based on your listening history. And we recommend your comment to that other person. Mm-hmm. So that we kind of do this like matchmaking, like, Hey, you should go talk to so-and-so. Yeah. So we kind of like walk you into a room and like, Hey, this person just said something that I think you'll find interesting. Hey, meet Joe, Joe, meet Bob, you know? Yeah. Take it away. No, that's here, a really, I, I like the way that you sort of, illustrated that in my mind because I get where you're coming from with that with the idea of a forum and like how that's so disconnected to the way that we actually communicate in real life like that that truly is such an online behavior Um, and I think that's really interesting that you're sort of again it's the first principles where you're kind of attacking this thing as if you were attacking it like this isn't how we communicate you know this is how we've become accustomed to communicating but and I love that you're kind of like going after that and you're actually trying to approach that challenge with that first principle in mind. So very, very cool. So Paul, um, why don't you share with everybody where we can learn more about the listen app, like what the timeline is here for when you guys plan to roll this thing out, like widespread. Uh, Cause I think a lot of people listening are going to be really excited about the prospect of what you're building. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I have a question for you. When approximately do you expect this episode to air? Uh, This will probably air early March. 
or nothing much. Okay, so by early March, we are in the App Store. Uh, go find us. Go to the App Store. Search for Listen App, and um, you know, uh, you, it's this. I'm sure you you won't miss it. There's no other Listen App. So um, <laughs> yeah, download the app. Um, please leave us a review. It'll help us get discovered, of course. Um, but yeah, you'll go into it. You'll at first you'll find it to be um, a, a full featured player that's very well designed. We use some of the best world class designers, that, you know, out there. So. Um, and then once you get into the interface, then you can create an account. You need to create an account, of course, to participate in the social uh, dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you do that, um, then you'll be able to find people um, and, and start interacting. And it's actually, it's, it's so much fun. Like everybody yeah. who uses it for the first time, they're like, oh, wow, I just recorded my voice. Oh my goodness, there's all the text. It's like yep. instant, you know, so uh, it's fresh. I'm, I'm definitely know, having some fun playing around with the beta version. So I'm excited because by the time this airs, everybody will be able to download the full app. And uh, yeah, yeah. We'll de- I'll definitely be sharing out the link and everything, you know, when this thing does go out. So we're looking forward to it. So Paul, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for everybody who tuned in here to the end and we will chat with you next time. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Future Ear Radio. For more content like this, just head over to futureear.co where you can read all the articles that I've been writing these past few years on the worlds of voice technology and hearables and how the two are beginning to intersect. Thanks for tuning in and I'll chat with you next time.